0: back with out of the rough golf it's the monday after super bowl sunday and waste management sunday so uh yeah it was an eventful weekend of fucking sports um ryan's chiefs took it home with the old super bowl video when i say video i mean win
1: (laughs) i was like what is that (laughs) exactly i haven't seen the video if it exists
0: yeah it's out there it's called uh just the game Super Bowl game, fair enough. They recorded it on video. The superb game,
2: the superb
1: game.
0: And then we had a lackluster ending to the uh, waste management with the phenol just yet again not being able to close. Yeah, I guess
2: lackluster for people who like phenol and not for people who like web. Was going to say as a webster for (laughs) for the web fans out there, they're like, this is the most heroic day I've ever, I've ever (laughs) experienced.
0: I mean, yeah, I I guess that's true. It could have been a glorious day for.
2: yeah yeah it's i guess we could just start off the top with that just being yeah like i personally like tony fino like i do i've always been like a big defender of his he like he's consistently always doing well and like you know he's made top tens in like a quarter of his starts like it's crazy and uh i usually consider that a good thing but (laughs) it is rough when he's had himself in so many close moments to get the job done and he just doesn't seem to do it
1: He's such a weird player. He's one of those guys. He's so capable of just going out and making birdie after birdie after birdie, and it just seems like he can just never piece it all together and seal the deal. And that happened again on Sunday. He just couldn't make any putts. Yeah, it, I mean it. It was a pillow fight yesterday. Him and Webb. It seemed like neither of them really wanted to win it. That really boring play through most. I think Webb had one birdie and a bogey through nine. Like it wasn't super exciting stuff and nobody ever said like all right i'm gonna grab this tournament and win it and it looked like fina was gonna do that when he took driver on 18 and then shit the bed
2: yeah i I felt like there was probably more storylines going on than we gave it credit for but the broadcast just did a really bad job of showing it they like jt made a charge on sunday and you just didn't really see it at all like he's he finished t third yeah he went super low and you never saw a thing.
1: Yeah, and I think it was on 17 he had that bad shot that went in the water. Otherwise, he could have been right in the mix, too. Like, he was right there the whole day, and they talked about it a little bit at the end, but not a whole lot.
2: Yeah, I, for, for, for me, I, I'm, I'm not bummed out that Tony Finau didn't win it. Like, it did, it didn't ruin my day. And I just am just kind of sitting around waiting for, like, come, when are you going to do it, man? When are you going to do it? Because it, it's, it's bound to happen, but, just not today, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so my two cents on the whole Tony Fino not being able to win or not being able to close is he he's like exactly what you want in a pro golfer or being a pro golfer. Like he pretty much is in contention like every tournament that he's in. But for whatever reason it may be, like he just can't get that last little bit you know, I-
2: he just doesn't really put I feel like there's a bunch of moments where he could seize a tournament and just take it from everyone else. But he'll just he'll err on the side of caution and he'll be like, well, maybe I can just squeak in and not have to, like, push the limits. And he should have he should have pushed the limits on 17 instead of waiting till 18 to do it. Right. And he could have had at least another stroke lead and he laid back and, and I it cost. Like him- he
0: took some club like some re- like reserve clubs like where he would normally take driver he's like okay i'm gonna take three wood today on sunday you know
1: yeah he put a two iron in the bunker on one of the late holes and then i think it was yeah three or five wood that he yeah. put in the bunker on seven it was five wood laid up. yeah <clears throat> where it was like man your driver's been working it seems like he was murdering the ball they say he was the longest guy out there that weekend that's like
0: one of those things i feel like some like maybe you know younger guys on tour only like that haven't won a lot where they kind of like change the whole way they play on Sunday. If they have a lead coming into it instead of playing like how they always play like a little more aggressive or whatnot, you know, but yeah, that might be part of Tony's issue is where he comes in on Sunday with the lead where you like, is just super apprehensive when normally he's, like, going going for it.
2: Yeah, I think his comfort zone is just kind of hanging back on Sundays, you know, kind of backdooring his way into a top five, just, like, not ever playing with the lead, not feeling like guys are chasing him, coming in from – like, the last time I remember him being in a final group of note was at that Shinnecock U.S. Open when yeah. him and – Daniel Berger we in the final group and everyone just was like oh yeah they're not gonna do anything and, like was he in
0: a playoff with uh JT uh overseas or whatever he
2: was at a playoff with xander in 2018 oh, at was, the either. hSBC uh, yeah um but yeah he uh it just doesn't feel like he's ever got control of the tournament it's not it feels like he's riding a wave but like he either like ends up just kind of coasting in or he like he's never like really, really controlling the entire thing.
1: Yeah, it seems like he doesn't know before every round he plays, he's like, I could go nine under or I could go three over today, and it, it you have no idea which one you're going to get, and I don't think he does either. And I think that's why what you talked about, him playing safe, He kind of he's like, okay, I need to take away three over. But that also just eliminates him making birdies and stuff like that when he gets safe, and I think that's just not his style. Yeah, yeah thats I, I think that he just needs to play someday –
0: like, he always plays, which is easier said than done, obviously, and none of us have ever been in that situation, <laughs> so we wouldn't really know. But I can imagine that, yeah, you feel, like, especially sitting on a lead, you feel like you need to play it safe so you don't let that those few strokes go instead of just keeping the pedal to the metal. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, like, I don't have any less respect for Tony Fino than, than I did before. I mean, he still beat everyone on the field besides one guy. Right. It so, was
0: also, like... Like I, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of already knew that was going to happen though, too. You know. You yeah. I mean, we had were, that feeling. I like, mean, we
2: were watching it downtown, and I, I remember just like looking up the TV and like seeing, him, like, oh, they went to a playoff. Like that, like didn't surprise me at all. Like losing, yeah, right. like getting caught in the last two holes. I was like, yeah, it feels like someone that Fina would let happen. Yeah. Like, and all the props to him being in that position to begin with, but it, there's some guys that just give you a feeling of like oh, that good, That dude's two shots back, but he's going to win it. Like, he's going to take over. He's going to do it. I don't think of Webb as that person. But, like, if you know if, like, JT's in the hunt, like, he's going to track down whoever he needs to. Same thing goes for Brooks or or DJ or something like that Like, those guys, like, when they really need to and they stop, like, playing to the fat sides of greens and they start attacking pins, like, if it's their day and they're feeling it and if they're in contention, they probably are, like, those guys are the people who are like, it's going to go to a playoff. They're going to so, track them down. Yeah. Like, they're going to make it work. And Finau doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to chase someone down, and he's also the kind of person who doesn't seem like he can really run away with it. Yeah. He just kind of stays whatever the comfort zone is of, like, eking across the finish
1: line. Right. Well, we should give Webb some credit. I mean, you pointed out today, like, he's sneaky top ten in the world, really good guy. Go- he's been playing great golf so we should give him some credit as like one of these guys who can make a threat and make a push. Hey, I am not a big
0: Web Simpson fan, but that he was 100% like going to be one of my picks like if you didn't get him in yeah. on the fantasy. Yeah. And I, I I mean he's yeah, he's a consistent uh, very consistent golfer. Well,
2: and I think the craziest thing to note with this whole thing is that Webb started off the first round even. Right. Like yeah. and that was scaring the shit out of me because I chose him for a survivor league. Yeah, that's right. And so I was like uh he better make the cut because the <laughs> cut line was negative was minus one and uh dang you almost said you,
0: you chose a, a winner for your pick for the first week that's yeah. what i did last year with ricky at, at waste management
2: dang both wait waste management both picks we got yeah. right back back season uh, um so that i mean that that's just crazy to think that he ended what minus 17 yeah so the first day he went eight under. I think the second day he went eight under, and then he went one under on Sunday. Yeah, I think he finished at one. Like under an un- unbelievable fifty-four hole stretch. Well, thirty-six in the middle there. Really, yeah. like unbelievable. So yeah. the that that's one of those circumstances where you think to yourself, like, wow, like you're never really out of it if you're like,
1: yeah, if you can go eight <laughs> under in
3: a
0: day, it's like yeah, anything's reachable. Yeah, that course kind of leads to scoring though.
2: Yeah, it's not a super difficult especially course. It, it's better than it used to be the,
0: especially though. Especially the last few holes, like they're birdieable, you know.
2: Yeah, I, but they're also you saw several numbers on seventeen. People yeah, are going I mean, in the water all lose time. It in the water. Although all the people that I was worried about, because Webb went in the water on Friday on yeah. that hole, but he still saved par because
1: yeah. you can pretty much drop from the water hazard onto the green. Onto the green, yeah, it's an easy <laughs> up and down for most of those guys. I will say, I've played out there and there were. You've no played easy the course? Yeah, I played nice. it probably four years ago. This was before I really even played much golf. It was a Father's Day deal for my dad and it kicked my ass. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I think I shot like a 110. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's no, it's still, it still looks like a fun course, though. Yeah, it was a really cool course. I really enjoyed it. That was actually the first time I ever played with a caddy, which yeah. was really cool.
2: We could transition into Fantasy League, though. Um, yeah, let's do uh, it. Quick little. You know, leaderboard update for uh, all the people that are interested in how our last podcast we did. We did the also draft. just
0: to, just to roll back real quick on something from waste management, freaking Wolf and Hovlin missing the cut. I guess that kind of ties in. Yeah, we can. We can yeah. get
1: to yeah. it in a
2: second. So I think there's kind of some interesting symmetry right now. So there's seven guys in the league. There's three of us here. And the three people here round out the Fantasy League on the scoreboard. We have the person who's in first <laughs> right now. We have the person who's in the dead center right now. And we have the person who's at la- in last right now, all on the podcast. Huh. So I think we could probably start from the bottom, <laughs> from the bottom up. And uh, could the guy who is running the last team in the league right now speak for a moment about his team and how they're doing?
0: Well, that's me. And let me just tell you that we're just starting slow. We're, we're going to – we want to peak at the right spot, you know. We don't want to peak early. We're just getting the ball rolling. If I'm going to speak for my team, if there's one thing, one word to describe us and where we're going. Tiger. And that's up.
1: <laughs> it's Tiger. I love it.
2: Um, I mean, so there's he, a, literally
1: he, nowhere else he can go but up. So,
2: As far as the league is concerned. Yeah. I mean, his points could still go down. Yeah. but. So you you I mean you're waiting to be peaking for major season is what you're waiting for yeah majors and just you're so waiting for that Morikawa win at the Masters rookie appearance
0: so yeah if I want to go into my guys for a second Morikawa has obviously been my workhorse that's been playing the most and
2: barely you know, missing top tens yeah
0: which is unfortunate he's just outside the top ten like two or three times now and then he has one top ten for me um, I mean you just got three main glaring red
2: flags right now that just aren't performing for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Wolf has been out the t- outside the top ten a couple times too. So, but he also just missed the cut at waste management, which doesn't feel good because he played. It was his first pro debut last year, and he played well there. Um, and that just didn't really happen for him this week. And uh, I don't know. Do You have any words to
2: say about Chucky? Uh,
0: <laughs> Chucky is um. You if if mean, anyone's looking to be cut from the team at the moment, Chucky would be the guy.
2: Um. So, I mean, you, you wanted him to kind of be the veteran <laughs> on your team to kind of show those young guys what's what, <laughs> and it yeah. seems like he might have to start taking some lessons from Morikawa. No, I mean,
0: just because, you know, maybe his game isn't informed, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have the knowledge that these young bucks need to, you know... Hone in their own game, and you know, take take a take a page out of Chucky's book, and just read it over and over for a bit. And
2: all right, all right. Well, I think uh, we can move up from there. I think that's from our bottom spot, our second to well, last. Well, no, let me just uh, oh. say a
0: couple more things. Oh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because I mean, we just kind of breezed over with the uh, Marikawa and let Hovland hasn't even really played except for this week on the PGA Tour, and he. Missed the cut, <laughs> so well. You're that's also not a very good start. Um, he, I believe, he also missed a cut when he was overseas. He um, did. He just hasn't really been playing well. Not like the hobby that we know and love. Um, I don't know what it is. Well, hopefully he'll iron that
2: out. It's still. But lying. I have a
0: lot of. I have a lot of. Uh,
2: I have more faith in him I got a lot back of. back than Wolf or Chucky. I think Wolf will be fine.
0: He just needs to chill out for a bit, <laughs> like maybe take a couple would weeks you call off. his game sporadic <laughs> no that's not a word i would use to describe it <laughs> um but yeah uh you know we're 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 maybe looking at the waiver wire and seeing what's out there
2: you're looking you're looking for the for callmore cow and tiger to lead this team to somewhere outside the last place spot we probably yeah. should have established some sort of like thing for last place in the league but
1: yeah somebody gets a tattoo or (laughs) something
0: yeah then we can go we have brandon that has two uh, well yeah i have one point just to let people know that um tiger with two marikawa with two and then chucky three sticks javi and wolf all with not minus one
2: yeah so moving up into the sixth place spot would be team raw speed (laughs) 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 or brandon's team where uh it i'm honestly stunned that somehow jb holmes doesn't have any points because i feel like he's been in contention every week every week but then he just falls outside the top 10
1: i think it's the brandon is in our group text so often hyping jb holmes but he has been he's been up there don't get me wrong
2: yeah he's been making some moves on the west coast swing but uh yeah rory with the uh i guess was it two top tens i guess he topped
0: just a top 10 for two points
2: oh yeah um I think that was
0: at Tory Pines.
2: I think that's the only thing he's played so far yeah. on the PGA Tour this yeah. season, or at least during our Fantasy League. Um, Justin Rose missed the cut at Tory Pines, I believe. And then Gary Woodland made a top 10 at Kapalua and then missed then the cut yeah, at yeah. Torrey Pines. Or do you miss it here?
1: No, he played well here. It was Tory Pines. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, and then moving up into the fifth-place spot, we have Jimmy's team, the Longfellows. And his only points on the board are from Bubba Watson.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Who would have thought? Yeah, I right? mean, we were I mean we
2: were ripping him for choosing <laughs> Bubba, and right now he is the only one on his team with points. But I will say that he, Adam Scott, Brooks Kepka, and Paul Casey, none of them have played a PJ tour event so far. Right. Yeah. So that's that's to be noted. Uh, yeah, Kuchar is at minus one points for him. Um you know, Bubba does great on the West Coast. Let's yeah. let's not uh, he, like he's gonna be a force we at got Riviera, Riviera too. coming up, and he's good at that course. Um, yeah, he'll, we'll probably, keep, he'll oh. probably play all right at match play. I wouldn't be. I mean, depending on how Brooks's form is when he's coming back to the state side, because he hasn't been looking too great overseas. Um, we'll see how he looks in a cup in a few weeks. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy jumps up a few spots in the fantasy league. Um, after you know toward the end or middle of the the Florida swing yeah um jumping into that mid spot on the team is uh, Pacifica or yours truly team um you know at one point everyone on my team had points i believe or maybe Matsuyama never made into a top 10 he's been getting a lot of 15s but uh Scotty Scheffler you know he came in you know pretty solid at uh at Palm Springs he all had a chance to win it but then Adam no, not Adam. Well, Andrew Landry got the got the win there.
0: Scheffler had, I think, two top
2: tens. He in, had one top ten, oh, and he missed t- two cuts. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he missed a cut this week, and he missed a cut at Torrey Pine. So back-to-back missed cuts, unfortunately. And I think those are his only missed cuts on the PGA Tour, too, which is kind of a shame. Um, uh, I don't know how much more I can rave about this guy. My boy Sung is a <laughs> stud. I don't know why I get so much hate for him. Like, he is always breathing down the neck of the top ten. The guy is just a fucking par and birdie machine.
1: Uh, You guys should just be afraid of my gummy bear. He's going to take you down.
2: (laughs) My my little gummy bear. Oh,
1: man, that's an oxymoron right there. Be afraid of my gummy bear. Dude, (laughs) dude,
2: he's going to fuck you guys up. He's going to be like the big marshmallow dude from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. He's going (laughs) to fucking mess you guys up. Oh, God. Cantley has only played one event so far on the pj tour and he got a top 10 for it i'm just gonna let him do his thing i'm gonna trust him to make the right moves i think he's gonna be playing next week at pebble beach he's gonna be playing at riviera he's a california boy he's gonna he's gonna do his thing um xander i'm honestly stunned that he missed the cut at tory pines considering he grew up next right. to it <laughs> yeah that's a tough look um i'm also stunned that he started off t5 yesterday yeah. for round four and somehow shot three over i
1: don't i don't get it i Scoring was weird yesterday, too. The winds were swirling around. Like, yesterday was a weird day for everybody, I think.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's going to do fine. He's going to win, like, one or two yeah. majors this year, so
1: he'll be fine. One or two majors? <laughs> <laughs> Hot yeah. take coming yeah. out of the <laughs> upper deck here. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you make a bet on that? And
2: jumping up to the fourth place team, we have Ando's team. Um,
0: Who, which I'm the most surprised at where... He is in the rankings right now. I thought he wouldn't be as high as he is. So
2: here's the thing is JT is clear, clearly carrying that team. Um, he I could. Mean, he also could Also, there's Fino. He's doing And Fino well. could have yeah. had at six points as well if he had gotten the win this week. But, you know, JT is definitely, you know, carrying the load for this I think team. he would
0: have been at, at uh,
2: seven points. What w- He wouldn't have had two here. He would have been at two instead of being in the top ten points, and he would have gotten four. He now so has four points right now. Yeah, so if you didn't get this top ten, you take those two points away, and you give him four for a win. I
1: thought a win was six.
2: A win's five, I thought. Oh, a win's five? A win's five. Oh, I thought
1: it was Look four. Look at this. <laughs> so win's, wins five. <laughs> okay, we we'll
2: would be at seven then. My bad. My bad. All good. Um, that makes more sense. Um, so... Uh,
1: Place. So I'm doing
2: math for JT. So he missed a cut then. JT yeah. missed a cut. All right. Yeah, he did at the Sony. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we were just talking about that right after his win. He was hungover, dude. Let him, leave him <laughs> alone. Let it happen, man. Um, Have a party when you win. Bryson sitting at zero points. Honestly, surprising. I think he, he should be at negative points. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got raw speed now. Yeah, I was going to say, it's all this gains. Wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, Stenson, I don't think he's played on the PGA Tour yet. Yeah, I think he's been it? staying abroad, getting his Saudi money. yeah um, and Actually, then poor Georgian,
0: George, George I mean, not not Georgian. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's from Georgia? Is it Kisner? The poor Georgian, <laughs> um, Kisner.
2: Look, I I'll be surprised if Spieth ends this season with positive or neutral points. I'm putting money on him at the Masters.
1: I mean, he just <laughs> dropped outside the top fifty, right? He seems like a wreck Dude, I, I mean wait
2: till his uh so he's coming up on the the period of the year where it's going to drop his major yeah his burkdale major and when that goes he's away gonna he's, the g- he's gonna be low he's yeah. gonna be like near 100 probably jesus um it's not looking good for our boy
1: <laughs> no no it is not
2: um yeah so i mean yeah andy's team we'll see what happens when bryson and stenson start playing right. more on the tour um yeah, I look to. S- I see him probably jumping up a spot too. Honestly, because
0: think about the odds for Jordan going into the Masters.
1: Like, oh, it's you to you're gonna get like seventy to one, 80 to one. No, you, you no. Know? I mean, th- I think the public's gonna be on it a little bit because they are gonna be good odds, but I yeah. don't think it'll be that high because the public's on it. So we're thinking but like forty to one, maybe. At yeah. the
2: end of the day, it doesn't matter how bad Jordan's playing; he always seems to make it work at the Masters. Yeah. It, um. Yeah. I don't know, but. Jumping to the second spot in the league, we have Clint's team, Kling's Dynasty. <laughs> um, his team is by far the most well-rounded as far as accrual of points. Yeah. Um, the leading scorers for his team is shared between Patrick Reed and Ricky Fowler, both with three points. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Um, And then two that points for apiece for, <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> for Joaquin Neiman and Dustin Johnson, and then one point for Kiz. Um, so that's by far like the most balanced team right now. You could make an argument that this is the team that's probably gonna be the steadiest, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not sure to be honest with you. It depends on how well Dustin Johnson plays this year. Right, but I mean, he's gonna I mean, get he, a win on tour. He, he does every year. Yeah, yeah,
0: Clint's team looks good right now. Yeah, he's sitting in a good spot.
2: We'll see. I, I Joaquin Neiman might take a blowtorch to his team. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: entirely possible. Um, you can always
0: throw those people to the curb that's
2: true yeah that's true um i mean and going up to our final spot um our number one person in in the league right now what uh clearly has someone he needs to kick to the curb that (laughs) i could have called during the draft
1: i i I fully agree i can tell you um he's on we're looking into the situation he's 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 on on (laughs) notice um there's no footage out yet we don't know the entirety of the issue um no i really picked molinari for the masters for augusta that frankly last year he won me a bunch of money finishing in the top three at augusta so i think we're gonna ride this train yeah you gotta gotta give them a little bit
0: of time
2: yeah so here's the interesting thing is that like if he's not performing well remember there's like a there's a matchup there's a team event at the majors right and if you have kind of a weak link, it might kind of screw doubles you. doubles
1: the points. It, it's all being taken into consideration. All right, all right, I, all right. I haven't come to any decisions, but I picked him for Augusta. It feels wrong to cut him pre-Augusta, because I know if I do that, he's going to go fucking win the thing or something stupid, and I'm going to feel like an idiot. Um, but, yeah, he is obviously the weakest link. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, I don't think he even played an event yet on tour. yeah no. um, Abe he, answer, kind he played of the same pretty. Way. He's been
2: playing pretty well in the Middle East, though.
1: Yeah, so we're, I'm counting on him to have a big year. I'm hoping he can get me a win. Um, he's got to be hungry for a major. That yeah, would be I wouldn't helpful. count him out for
2: any of the majors. He plays well at majors.
1: Yeah. Um, answer. If I'm being honest, that was a relevancy or recency bias situation.
2: I still think it's a good pick. I, I like
1: him a lot, but the, the reason that I went with him was absolutely because we recorded this the day. After I
2: honestly, Western's I Cup. you know what I you want know, like I can make an early call on right now. I bet you he at least makes it to the semis at the match play.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I would not be surprised by that. I mean, he played really well at President's Cup. That's the same format. Um, obviously, And ACC
2: th- just feels like his kind of
1: course. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. So I feel good about him. I, he's comfortable. He doesn't have to worry about waivers like Molinari. Obviously, my guy Webb, big win this weekend. Kind of eked it out at the last minute. I, I Seriously, <laughs> I quit watching when he was on the green on 18 because I was like, they're both two-putting here. It's over. Turned on the Super Bowl, and then Dave texted me, and I was like, oh, sweet. He out a win. I'll take it. Um, and then my guy, Rombo, he, he's been lights out this season. I feel like he's going to be in the mix and everything. He almost he's fought the top be, like, ten. the hottest player right now. I was going like, to say,
0: as far as the game goes,
1: like playing the best golf, I think. I think he could win the FedEx Cup this year, no question. I mean, you should put
2: on record what you think is going to happen this year with Rom. What do you mean? How you... Well, you you're very confident that Rom not only will reach number 1 in the world this year, but he will maintain num- number 1 in the world longer than anyone else this year.
1: Yeah. I like that. I mean, it's not crazy to me. I could see that. I think it is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. He's I think uh, Rom's a dog. Yeah.
2: I agree. A, I yeah. think Rom I think Rom is a tenacious competitor that will do really well on tour and he will continue to do really well on tour. To say he will be like the dominant force that will maintain number one for the majority of this year is a bold statement. Considering he's third in the world, he has to leapfrog both Brooks and Rory to maintain it. And he's already a month behind Brooks. Yeah, Brooks already has a 12th of this year, and the book says him is number one.
1: one. It it would be tough. It would be really hard for him to do, Um, but he's playing lights out right now. So not annually I, we're talking. I, I, I don't
2: get it. Like the season is already, The season is going on now. The season will end in uh, like the end of August, beginning of September. September yeah. And then he won't even do the most of his movement work until the race of Dubai, yeah. which is at later part of this year. So he's going to be actively going for it the entire year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, that, I think he could get to number one, whether he could maintain it longer than anyone this year is a, a stretch, but it also feels, Yeah. Uh, you know. It's doable. I think he's playing lights out as long as his problem is when the wheels come off, the fucking car catches on fire. If he can just kind of use that fire and that temper but not get out of control and play himself out of tournaments and Yeah, but I feel like he, he gets
2: he, more he gets more fired up when he's in contention and he loses it versus yeah. like when he's just playing bad. Right. Cuz to him it's either win or nothing. Yeah. And so like he makes enough money, he's far enough in the world, he's he's got exemptions for everything. Like he's not worried about getting into events. So for him, he just wants to win. So like, if he's completely out of it, then he's like, "All right, whatever, whatever. fuck it, I don't care." Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not that big of a deal. But it's when he's you know t third and he has a chance to chase on the win and he just keeps bogeying. That's when he loses it. But to me, it's just like, I get that. Like, I totally oh, understand. For that. sure, I'm on board with Ron being a nutcase. Yeah. Like, I, firstly, I, I think that's the reason why he's good. No question. And I think the whole people are like, well, he just needs to control his mental. Like, no, that's the reason he's fucking incredible at golf. It's yeah. that fire, like. Yeah. There's some people that need to be able to keep themselves in check. I'm looking at you, Jordan. And <laughs> there's you know, there's people that like need to find some sort of like way to prevent the mental jitters. But I think when Rom's pissed, he's still good at
1: golf. No question. When
2: people are having a meltdown and like are compounding a bunch of mistakes, those are the people you have to look out for with their mental space. Those are the people that need psychological coaches. But right. I, I don't think Rom is the person that needs it, honestly. Yeah. As contrary to popular belief as that may be.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm a big fan of the fire. I just don't want it to cost him in big situations. Um as long as he keeps a rein on it and doesn't hit anybody <laughs> when he throws his clubs, I think everything's I mean fine. Rahm's
0: another one of those guys that you need to look at the odds for at the Masters. Like yeah, he's like been in contention like every time he's played there, I feel like. Or at least towards the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, He has
2: been recently playing pretty well there. Yeah. Um I I would put him in probably we'd have to run through a list, but like I would probably put him in my top five favorites for the Masters this year. Yeah. Um, but I think it should be noted to round out this fancy recap that the leading scorer, I mean, I, th- in the I league... think
0: Rom can fucking uh just go ahead and say, it. I think he could do like pull a Brooks and win two majors in the same year. I wouldn't be surprised. We're g- we're, get, we're getting there in a second. Yeah. I'm trying to transition out yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The leading scorer in the league right now is Webb Simpson. I think that isn't like fluky. He is playing really good golf. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he maybe wins another players this year yeah. or if he's in contention at something that's a little bit more like he might do pretty well at TPC Harding park. Is it TPC? I don't even know. But, uh, for the PGA, yeah. Um, I don't know enough about Royal St. George's, but you know, he's, he's playing really good golf. If he keeps it going throughout the entire year, web, web, honestly might snag a major.
1: I would not be surprised at all to hear that. Webb won a major. What major would it be though?
2: Dude, oh, I was literally just working. rattling him off. <laughs> either Harding, either Harding Park or Royal St. George's maybe. And I was saying he might win another players too. Yeah. But we all know that's not a major. Yeah. Um, but speaking of majors, I would like to get on record some people's predictions for for the majors this year. And we can just keep it we can just keep it in, you know, practical order. Um, you know, just beginning with the, the first major, the Masters. Uh I already have my written down. I feel like it kinda was a spoiler because we already talked about it, but I did have Rom winning the Masters yeah. on my list.
1: And I like yeah, Rom at the Masters. It.
2: Yeah. Then
0: you don't like how my predi- And you don't like my predictions with him this year, but you think
1: he's gonna win the Masters?
2: Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think he's gonna be number one in the world. Like for the majority of the year.
1: Both those things can happen. Like it could. I just think once.
0: I just think when Rom gets to number one, he's not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> what?
1: We we will see. We will definitely see. I I like Rom a lot in Augusta as well. He was that was one of the reasons I put him on my team. Um, I really like JT there. I'd be interested to see that. He him. hasn't
2: historically played very well in Augusta.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he's been playing well. He's already got a win this year. He was not happy how he played yesterday. And like you said, got T3 at waste management. Like, I think he's playing to the level where he could get something done there. I know historically that's not necessarily the case, but I think that's definitely got a chance to happen.
2: Yeah. I mean, in my head, I I truly just want Xander to win the Masters, and he he got T2nd there last year. He's figuring the course out. Like, I think he's a good pick for it. I just have a feeling that Rom's going to win it just somewhere in my head. But it doesn't I, – I just don't think it – I think Rom might get to world number one this year. I just don't know if it's going to be just for, like, a brief flash. Sure. Like Justin Rose that one year where he had it for, like – or JT that other year where he had it for, like – they had it for, like, three, six weeks apiece. Yeah. Like, just not very long. Yeah. Um, But who knows? I mean, that it, it's not like he wouldn't deserve it. I yeah. I don't really know um uh,
0: so earlier you're like yeah i would put rom in like my top five for the masters so, but really it was just your top one top one <laughs> i put him in my top five yeah, top, in my no, top got, five i mean
2: top one
1: he would also be in <laughs> well, my top four and my top three and yeah, my top i'm n- two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i do not i i was trying to say it more in the sense of like i think he's uh, like an obvious pick to sure. be a top five guy yeah. i personally have a feeling he's gonna win it yeah but I, I, it's hard to argue with someone being like, if Brooks is on form, he's going to win the Masters. Right. Like, if if I'm just a little bit wary of Brooks right now. See, I'm not in that, general because I'm of a... how he's been playing recently and how it's looked like how he looks and. But I'm also going to contradict myself because of my pick for the PGA this year too, which is Brooks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's fair, all fair.
2: But yeah, so I have Rom for
1: the Masters. I don't know who you guys think is going to take it. Well. I'm not saying I think this, but we definitely have to talk about Dave's favorite person, the big cat, coming back after winning it last year. Do we think he has a chance?
2: Of course he has a chance. I, I think it's ridiculous for anyone to say he doesn't have a chance. Like it's fucking Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. And whenever A lot of th-
0: things came in line at the end of on Sunday last year for him to win though.
2: No question. No, yeah. one thing came in the line.
0: I mean they went into the, the the mole fucking choked. Yeah, the now, only they went in the water on twelve or yeah twelve
2: right. Brooks had no. that
1: weird bogey on eighteen. If he doesn't bogey that, then they end up tying and going would... to a playoff. The main
2: thing that ruined it for for anyone else trying to chase down Tiger was Molinari going in the water on twelve and on fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were the main things. Brooks going in the water on twelve was shitty, but he had more than enough opportunity to claw back. Sure, and he never did. So I, I wouldn't say that like all of these amazing dominoes fell in a place for Tiger to win the Masters. Like Molinari blew it. That's true. Yeah,
0: Molinari should have won that tournament. It's kind of like the Jordan thing. Like Jordan should have won that tournament, but Danny Willett did.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Tony Finau did it yesterday. Like th- that happens yeah. in golf. It definitely does. It definitely does. I,
0: and I'm not by no means like he won the tournament like. You know, it was historic, and I'm not trying to discredit that at all, even though it sounds like I am. But I was just saying that, like, yeah,
2: yeah. I would just yeah. my objection would be like a lot of things fell into place. I would say one thing fell into place for him to win it, which was basically Molinari dropping down from the ones. It's like three or four dudes fell out of contention, right. and all of a sudden Tiger was like, "Oh, here I am on top!" Like yeah. playing mediocre golf. Like he was playing incredible golf coming in. Right. Um. I think is a complete uh logical thing for someone to pick Tiger again. Yeah. Like he's playing good golf. He looked fine at Torrey. He looked good uh, at the president's cup. Like if he continues to make smart decisions, if he just keeps catting for his son, like yeah. <laughs> do your thing, man, yeah. keep doing your thing. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule him out if he keeps his head down. He's just like, I'm trying to go for majors. Like yeah. more power to him. I, w- I would, I don't know if I'd put him in the top five, yeah, but I would, and uh, you'd be in the top 10, top yeah. 10 for sure. If, Maybe we're just outside six or seven.
1: Yeah, I like that. I think that makes sense. Um, another one that I like just because I heard him talking about the other day is Kisner. I think that would be an interesting pick. No. No? He's from no. Georgia. He's he from plays, Georgia. Augusta he plays Augusta a lot. He plays Augusta a lot. He's been playing better golf in the last year. Like, he's up there. It would be cool to see.
0: Kisner would be one that you could put, like, fucking $30 on That's and win a That's your sleeper pick,
1: yeah. <clears throat> I just don't think he's long enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't have to be super long. I mean, look, Zach Johnson went in.
2: Everyone always uses that example. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Zach was, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> everyone uses that example, and, like... It's... it's uh, I, One, it's kind of the thing, that, like, the exception proves the rule. Yeah. And then the other thing being is, like, it required a lot of things to fall into place to use Dave's <laughs> uh, verbiage for that to pan out. It was... It was before a lot of elongations have already taken place for the course. They've extended right. other holes since then, um, but I think if you just look at the track record, like the people who have won here recently are fucking long. Sergio, it's pretty, long. Reed, pretty long. Pretty long. Tiger Woods, pretty long. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, Jordan isn't that long, but Jordan is just Jordan. Yeah. I don't know right. how to really. Until we start saying Kisner as you know Kisner, like <laughs> I don't know if we can really make that you argument anymore. Don't say
1: more. that right
0: now. I mean, he, he is his own guy. Yeah, Kis is Kis. I feel like I've heard that before.
2: Like I like Kis. I like his game.
1: I wish all the best to him. I just don't think sure. he's a. I don't think he's a. It was a, a logical sleeper. pick. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to say. I think go take a second I mean, mortgage but out. I don't. And put him I don't think Kiz. it's crazy to say yeah.
0: like he has a. Tr- a sure. chance there. Yeah, I think Kisner has a chance at any course that isn't, like, fucking almost 8,000 yards. Also, am
2: I not far off from saying that, like, Kis just flat out said he can't win the Masters? Or the, he, or, what, it's what? the
1: opposite of that. He came out and said the Masters is the only one he can win. Yeah. Like, he, he very he's like, no fucking he way i win winning it these I don't think years, why he couldn't
2: you know? win an Open. Yeah,
1: he had a chance at an Open two <sighs> years, yeah. years ago, right?
2: And Which I honestly don't... Wasn't his closest contention moment in a U.S. Open, too? Probably. Probably. Well, like, one of, the, like, maybe at Chambers? I don't know. Yeah, Chambers think, or uh, what was the, Aaron Hills? that Maybe. maybe. You, or was that Brian Harmon? Uh, I don't know. You Small know. hitters. I think remember.
0: Brian Harmon actually might have been in contention at, at a
2: major. Re- like yeah, I think he was in contention yeah. at Aaron Hills. But I think Kiz may yeah. have been in contention at U.S. Yeah. I have no idea.
1: Sorry to start it. So, you're, thi-
0: you're thinking Tiger has a good shot and then, obviously, Rom, we've all... So I'll
2: round up the (laughs) five people I was thinking of for the Masters. I was thinking, obviously, Brooks because it's Brooks. I truly – it's a lot mentally, but Rory is ridiculous not to say that he couldn't win it because he's just one of the – he's probably the best golfer in the world right now. Right. Um, I'm a Rom. Rom would be a third person as well. I think Xander fits in that top five for me. And – It's kind of crazy to say this, but, like, depending on how form kind of rounds itself back out, I hate to say it. I don't hate to say it because I love the kid, but, like, I would put Jordan in the top five (laughs) because it's Jordan at the
1: Masters. Yeah. I mean, God knows he can play there, and if anything could, like, save this season for him, it would be a bounce-back Masters win, and he remembers how to play golf and roll a putt and do all that. If I
2: could be his, like, life coach right now, I'd be like, hey, man, like... I want you to do one thing. I want you to practice. I don't even want you to play any PJ Tour events except for the Masters.
1: <laughs> I sincerely thought you were just about to say, "If I could be his just life like, coach, I would say just go win the Masters." I was like, "Yeah, why not?" Day in and day out, he just
0: is at Augusta as much as possible. Yeah, he do, mean, he
2: just becomes like just basically like a caddy boy out yeah. of the Masters.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine you playing Augusta? Like, is that Jordan I th- Spieth on your back? I think it'd be. I think it'd but be, like, think there's it'd be like good for him. Whispers around Augusta, like
0: all the members and stuff. They're like, "Yeah, Jordan fucking shattered the record earlier." So it's crazy. He he regularly. He, it's just insane.
2: He he had an epiphany moment. He just pretty much dropped everything. Him and his wife moved out to Augusta. He lives in the caddy barn, and he just caddies out there for rich fucking people Uh, all day.
1: uh, He's going full Richard Fowler, Richard Flowers, whatever it was where he was doing the caddy bit, and uh, get all made up and yeah, he gets out there at the
2: crack of dawn, right as the sun's rising. He plays a morning eighteen, then he plays a sunset eighteen, and from what I understand, he's already set a new course record three times, (laughs) (laughs) and he valid cars at his lunch break. It was a hell of a day. You would you wouldn't believe, it, and then. Come April, they get out there and he just shoots four (laughs) sixty (laughs) ones. He just just he obliterates Tiger's ninety seven victory margin, (laughs) and people just go on and be like. And then he makes the announcement that he's like, I won't be returning back to professional golf (laughs) except for the Masters.
0: (laughs) And he 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 went on to win the next three masters
1: after that me and andrew luck are working on a netflix series in our off season and <laughs> i'll play the masters that'll be yes. it. the thing is is that he's going to retire at the age of 55
2: after playing you know whatever it is like 40 or not 40 but 30 like 30 consecutive masters <laughs> and he has 11 green jackets <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
2: and he and he run it up all the other ones <laughs>
1: It's kind of funny, though. That's a lot, a lot of people's narrative. I think if
0: that, was, if that happened, his green jacket should have, like, a really long, like, a it's wedding gown kind of, of vibe. But, like, it's, like, super long. It though. got to a point where
2: <laughs> I think it's Fred Ridley is the guy who runs Augusta now. He was like, Jordan, you're now the consummate just master. Of ma- you're the master of the masters now. <laughs> and we're deferring to you what you want the trophy and jacket to be. He's like, yeah, it's just going to be like a cloak. <laughs> it, or it'll be like one of those long trench coats. You guys can decide at that point. Um, you, can, you guys can keep the green, but but ev- from now on, the, there'll be the Masters logo. The other side will be a nice JS. <laughs> what just happened?
1: A this is the most bizarre <laughs> tangent I've ever been. About. Wow.
2: What I'm trying to say is that I'd put Jordan into my top five of the Masters. Fair enough. I think I, would, I think I would. I think I would. Where that whole convo from. I would. I mean, I'm looking at him right now on my OWGR, putting on a green jacket. I mean, look at the, oh, it's gone. Freaking Jason Day kissing a freaking baby. Oh man.
1: <laughs> PGA trophy. Um. I kind of want some action on that though, because I don't see that. I would almost say you're voting against Jordan. Against winning Jordan, it? yeah, because I don't think he moved out there recently. And so you want to, <laughs> so you, so you want to put like
2: eighty dollars down and win two dollars?
1: No, <laughs> that's not what I'm interested in. But I would give an outside the top ten, like two to one. He's outside the top ten. Yeah, I think you'd have to put down like a hundred bucks and get like. 10 bucks. That's not what two to one means.
2: <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's like, well, that's
1: the odds I think you would get. Oh, well, no, that's, I'm like specifically talking to you, right? Yeah. Oh, that's I won't me. take that. <laughs> okay. I was like, we're making eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, not, to you. I'm not like on Bovada right yeah. now seeing what they'll give me. <laughs> Neither of you have said your
2: pick for the Masters. I told you I like Rom too. I'm on the Rom train. I think we're all on the Rom train.
0: I mean, okay, so all
2: three of us think Rom's going to win the Masters.
0: uh, I'm not saying he's going to win. I think he has a really good shot there. I think he can definitely win. Who
2: do you think is going to win the Masters?
0: Rom is one of the guys for sure. Um, I want to hold you to a specific answer.
2: (laughs) I mean, one of the guys.
0: I I I, I just don't want to fucking say Ricky. Cause I, always why not? He's gotten second there. Before. I know. I, I always think he has a chance to win. I'll be putting money on him. Uh, so, you know, that's who I want to win, but I think Rom out of everyone and how they're playing right now, we'll see how it looks, you know, come April. But I think he, he, he has the best shot, but, um, like you said, Rory's always got a shot there. Um, Justin Rose, no one's really talking about him, but he plays well there. Um,
2: didn't he miss the cut after his close call?
1: He had a weird. Theory. I don't know.
2: I think he missed the cut the I, year after he I, lost the Sergio. I
1: meant
0: to say this earlier when you were talking about Brooks, but uh, I don't think he's going to do well at the Masters this year. And I'm a big Brooks guy. So, but I mean, I think he'll make the cut, but I don't think he'll be like in contention like last year. I
2: don't want to ask it again, but who do you think is going to win the Masters? <laughs>
0: I mean, you didn't make Ryan, like, say oh, a name. And hey, it, like, no, uh, I was John confirming wrong. again. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah.
2: said John wrong. Okay. You even said that he said John wrong.
1: <laughs> I, well, I said he also was talking about Tiger. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Tiger. I, Tiger yeah. If we're doing the top five thing, it's Tiger's in there for me. Um, I want to talk about Brooks, though, because I think Brooks absolutely has a run. He's so competitive. Career Grand Slam is his next mile marker. That he that's has to still tough. Off.
2: He's missing two majors. But that's what
1: I'm saying. Is but this is one of those. Two. I'm I. We'll
2: hold, we'll get to Brooks here in a second because we were talking about like long term form and how he's going to do at the majors. We can do we can say that talk about that when we get to the next one. I'm just waiting for Dave <laughs> to give one fucking name. I don't. I mean,
0: back. I don't want to say John Rom because obviously you both have said John Rom. But do you so.
2: think John Rom's going to win it?
0: I, I think he has the best chance out of everyone, but if I'm going to put a name down on it, I'm putting fucking Rick down on it, there bro. There we go. Okay, official. We can that's move fine. on.
2: I feel like that's not what, who he thinks is going to win, but that's who Fun. he wants that's to win, which he, is what he yeah, said, which is fine. fine. I, I'm just happy we got an answer. We're moving yes. on. <laughs> we, we've moved on. Next would be the PGA at Harding Park in California. Um, I think Brooks is going to 3P and be the first person to 3P the PGA.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty gangster. I, oh, wouldn't I didn't even think all. about
2: that he has a chance to three
0: the PGA this year.
1: Yeah.
2: Now it feels more likely. <laughs> no,
1: I didn't
0: say that at all, but that's cool. Yeah. Cause I was kind of, I was so bummed that he didn't do it at the U S open last year. Yeah.
2: It doesn't feel like it's big of a deal. It's yeah. not because it's the PGA it doesn't team. have an identity. We've had podcasts on this. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, I don't know anything about that course. Like I can't make a, a, a real
2: lots of elevation change, uh, fail, fair fairly demanding off the tee. I don't know how they're going to make it that long, but um, I think it's going to be a fun walk, honestly. Yeah, yeah I mean, I,
0: like I said, I can't really make a fucking choice there because I don't know anything about the golf course. I've never seen it. I don't know. But if you, I have to throw a name out there, um, Webb.
2: <laughs> that, that is a name there you go dave's got web for the pga fair enough well, i feel like a little bit
1: of recency bias but you know yeah. well hey. it's funny i just didn't say web for the masters because i was like yeah, that's well i bias. even
2: I said know. uh when we were talking about web yeah. like he might take a pga or, a, yeah. or an open this yeah. year so i mean i, mean, Dave, yeah,
0: I could say I, I would say maybe jt too
2: but he
1: always does good at pgas yeah, yeah. there's something about pgas yeah um who do you got Man, I'm in the same boat as Dave. Um, I like the story of the 3 threepeat of Brooks. That'd be really hard to do. Yeah, I mean, um, that,
0: that's obviously. I'm cheering for Brooks to win that one. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want anyone else to win that that one. But
1: I sincerely, though, my my thought, and again, this is why I took him so early. I, I like Rom and everything, man. And obviously, I'm not expecting him to fucking win a Grand Slam this year and win all of the majors. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I think he's got a chance at every single one of those events, and he'll be in the mix in at least one or two of them. I'm surprised so he question
2: doesn't, I'm surprised Rom doesn't play better at the opens when yeah. he plays pretty well at like the Scottish and he plays well at like right like all of these other link style like he
0: probably will it'll it'll happen like it it just has to be the right course over there yeah. but uh my question is so let's just say. Well, most people say Tiger's the best golfer of all time. Where, le, just running with what you said, if, let's say, Rom somehow did the actual year Grand Slam, them every major in one year, where would that put him? Obviously, it wouldn't be as good as Tiger, but he, would he be the I second would, best golfer of all time? If of
2: all that? time? Yeah. No. No. It would be the
0: yeah. best. No. It would I be mean, Jack it would him, be, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would
2: actually say, I would even put Brooks... And Rory's still ahead of him. Yeah. He did a, a Grand Slam and so, and in one year. So here's the thing, and I'll, I'll give you my reasoning. Because you can be hot for a year all you have to be. Is, all you have to do is be hot for three and a half months. Yeah. That's it. You have to be hot for three and a half months. Winning more majors over more time is more impressive.
1: Yeah. No, it would be. It would it's, be. It would be an
2: amazing story. It would be seriously an amazing story, and it would be incredible. It would be the best year that we've seen in golf since Tiger's Slam.
1: Yeah. No, it would be incredible. I mean, and just imagine the storylines of our—he's right, one, two—we're going into the third. Is this even possible? Like, it would be incredible. That being said, I don't. And think I think he's a great person to yeah. do it too, because yeah. like,
2: whenever I listen to Rom off of the course, he's extremely articulate. I like his personality. He's a thoughtful person. Like, I honestly yeah. do really like Rom. Like, on and off the course, I think people would always like. I would hate about the storylines that the media would have with him, but I would really, really enjoy watching he. He would not be far down on my list of people I'd like to see do that.
1: Yeah, no question. I think it'd be really cool for him to do it. Brooks would be an incredible story. Rory would be an incredible story. I would honestly
2: rather see Rom do it than Brooks.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Brooks would just turn into a robot if that were to happen. Like, he would just, it would be an explosion.
2: I just truly think Rom loves golf. Yeah. Like, I think he truly is in love with the sport in the same way that I feel like Spieth is in love with the sport. Yeah. I don't think Brooks is in love with (laughs) golf.
1: No, there's no question. He said many times he's not.
2: So for me, like, I would love to see Rory do that. I would love to see JT or Speed do that. I would love to see – dude, it would be fucking incredible to watch Tommy Fleetwood do that. Like, he still hasn't knocked out a major yet, but if he just rattled off a grand slam in a year, that'd be sick. But um, two more people I think are important to keep an eye on. It might be biased because of my team, but Xander and Canley I think are great picks for for Harding Park. One, they both grew up in California. They're they're familiar with the grasses, the climate. They're both ball strikers. Like, that course is going to be a lot of elevation change be able to handle different, like, you know, lies and stances. They both played well at the Masters last year, which is a similar kind of dealing with elevation changes. Um, I think
1: I wouldn't be surprised if both of those guys are in the top ten at at the PGA. No, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think both those guys are definitely, they're right on the cusp of it, and especially if, like you're saying, this course doesn't play as long where ball striking really is everything, then they're going to be right in the mix.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I have Brooks for the PGA. I think I think he's going to 3 threepeat. Um, I think you're going to see Xander or Cantley somewhere around hovering to compete against.
1: Uh, you know, put, putting pressure on him. Um, who do you have? If I wasn't going wrong, I I like JT. I think JT is going to get a major this year. I'm not sure which one it's going to be, but I would I would really expect him to do it. I think so. We'll go with JT on this one for the sake of not just saying ROM over and over again.
2: Yeah. And then Dave had Webb Simpson, which I honestly think is possible. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 Um, he I don't know if you actually think he's going to win it, but you want to put a name down on paper, which is fine. I he just didn't don't know that course again. at
0: all. Yeah. Like, I literally don't know it, so I can't. it's hard to put a name to a course you don't know anything about. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel you. Um, I mean, I
0: assume it's going to be set up with long, rough, and fucking tight
2: fairways. Yeah. But yep. not too tight, <laughs> but tighter yeah yeah it's you have to be able to work the ball both ways which i know people say that all the time but i think that's going to really be needed for harding park Sure. um you know maybe Green...
1: that would work for ricky then there and, too. and brooks doesn't really like to do that he, he obviously ricky can, also but... from california yeah
0: yeah he doesn't really ever play good at california courses though he doesn't laid... have a win at a
2: california course i don't think so did you win in palm springs but that's not even really that kind of ca- yeah, California. Yeah. That's the desert. Yes. But I don't know. Either way, if it's any course that is
0: tight and you have to work the ball, I always think that Ricky has a chance at. So,
2: um, jumping on into the return to Wingfoot, where Phil eviscerated oh, himself. Okay. Um, I, I honestly think that Phil, this is his last chance at a U.S. Open. And I think that he is not going to get it. <laughs>
1: I was like, holy I'm shit. Say, are we getting a Phil pick right now? What is happening?
0: I am going to say he is going to do it.
2: You think Phil's
0: going to win? He's turning his? 50 that weekend. It's his shot to get his U.S. Open. It's at Wingfoot where he fucked up. I think just all the stars are aligning, and it's going to happen, dude. You think
2: he's going to do it? He's going to oh, do it, man. dude.
0: He's hitting bombs. He Th- just played all right over in uh, Saudi Arabia. Like, maybe that Maverick driver and his bomb hitting and just <laughs> him getting in shape. It's all co- the coming pro- the, together the, for his wing foot victory. The problem is, is
2: that I don't think bombing is what's going to get the job done for Wingfoot. Yeah. I yeah, think I'm just saying he's hitting bombs right now. Like, he can he can dial it
0: back if he wants to.
2: He seems very adamant about not dialing it back. Though. Yeah, I was going to
1: say.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he'd... he'll hit bombs with his three wood then. Like, <laughs> don't worry about Phil. He's going <laughs> to oh, just make it come
2: God. together. I'll, I'll think i take this bet, too, by the way, if we <laughs> want to get action on that. I, I think a good barometer will be how well he plays next week defending Pebble. Yeah, no question. Um, and he always plays well at Pebble. People make excuses that he has to come back from Saudi Arabia, and that's going to throw him off with time zones and getting tired and stuff like that. But fuck it. He's taking a private jet. The guy can sleep all he wants in that thing. He can sleep. He can also stay awake. <laughs> he could do either of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Dave is picking Phil for Wingfoot. Um, Who?
0: It's a bold choice, I know, but <laughs> I like the storyline. I like it. Just like I want Brooks to win at PGA, I want Phil to win at the US Open and I also think he has what it takes to make it happen. And he deserves it.
1: <laughs>
2: I do agree that I think Phil deserves the
1: career Grand Slam. Sure. It it would be cool. Um and and it would be a, an incredible story. This is his last chance. It would be like, it would be as big of a i would argue that i just
2: don't
0: i I think it's crazy people saying like hey it's his i mean yeah he's getting old but like hey 50 he's turning 50 it's his last chance like how much different is 50 than 51 51. like
2: when is it when is it his actual last chance i mean well i legitimately think
0: this is going to be his worst season yeah on i mean he just got third in saudi arabia that field was pretty that field wasn't awful (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I mean, don't Dustin know, Johnson
0: and Brooks were over there.
1: I think Phil's ready to ride into the Twitter sunset, man. I I don't know if he gets it done. I think he's happy if to he's, be doing his fireside if, chats. And I will
2: say that I think if he wins it, I think that'd be as big of a story as Tiger's come back to win the Masters. He's been battling his entire life to get a U.S. Open. He's ran, gotten runners up so many times. He'd be turning fifty. Yeah. To me, it would be his last chance at a U.S. Open. Phil even came out saying he won't win another. He won't win a U.S. Open, but. <laughs> I think he has one last chance He's at it.
1: One last hurrah. Because
2: the only thing is, U.S. Opens are not like Tom Watson yeah. almost winning the Open in his 50s. Like that's right. It's it's going to be like guys like Brooks and DJ and yeah. Tony Finau and guys. Well,
0: dude, that's why Phil's gotten in shape and is hitting bombs. Like Whenever he gets in the rough, he but has here's the, the deal. power and the strength. So here's the deal,
2: is that those guys, DJ and Brooks, they hit bombs, but they hit their bombs straight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Phil's dispersion ratio is like a goddamn <laughs> Jackson Pollock. <laughs> it's like Whoa.
0: That's why, but so a p Wingfoot you don't really need the bomb bomb mentality. I mean it's Phil's not Phil's gonna be bombing with his three wood. So
1: All we'll right. keep it reined in a little bit. Well, who do you got for the US <laughs> Open? I'm gonna go phenow. This is totally Whoa, pulling the one out <laughs> He's going to take the crown as Finau the Phenom. So, yeah, we'll go. It with. would
2: just require him to, say, like, Tony, we just need you to shoot two under every day. Yeah. And you'll win with eight under. Yeah. He's and like, just well, don't feel uncomfortable. What it's going to be okay. If I shoot
1: eight under on Saturday, then can I go even the other days? So it's like, well, it's, if he wanted to, maybe, but it'd be scary. <laughs> um,
2: I mean, he was in the last group at Shinnecock. He can play well at U.S. Open courses. He's not. Like, he plays okay at majors. He plays pretty well at majors. Yeah. um, It's possible. I yeah. think yesterday wasn't the best indicator of him closing it out. But sure. maybe well, he, he redeems he, himself. He's got
1: to redeem himself at some point. It, I've made, got,
0: it may not just be a major. I think if he has the he getters, he, 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 has tur- the he turns down
2: going to the Masters, and he goes back to repeat at the Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's afraid of the Masters. But that ankle injury last year, he's got him spooked. Was that last year or the year it before? It might have been two years when ago. He, okay. Oh, Dislocated the ankle, his ankle thing? Yeah. After the hole in one it was the, pr- the Patrick Reed win, I believe. Uh, okay, so, yeah, two years ago. That seems right.
2: Um, But... Yeah, I don't think Fino's going to win it. <laughs>
0: so who who is your pick then, kid? I've got Rory taking it. You're, like you Roy. think he's going to fucking mentally get over the issues?
2: Mentally get over what issues?
0: Well, he collapsed at the Masters yeah but that's a different been...
2: animal that's the career Grand Slam that's yeah. the same shit that Phil's dealing with that's yeah, a whole beast yeah. yeah you know there's no one actively playing on tour besides Tiger that's done the career Grand Slam yeah. so like it's a big thing to undergo yeah. So, yeah
0: I know so you're thinking that he's gonna get over that and get, get he doesn't done. need a US Open oh whoa I'm tripping out <laughs> my bad. I, get, yeah. I was like what just happened <laughs> sorry
1: okay.
2: I think Rory's gonna take the US Open yeah I think, I think it's a good pick.
0: Yeah, my bad. I was thinking Masters for some
2: reason. Um, I think he's going to take it. I think he's going to take it with ease. I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> he just threw a little extra spice damn, on that team. Like, no, he's I to mean, win by 34 strokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking like he's going to win by like five or six. Yeah. And I think.
0: Well, too bad to break it to you, but that's not going to happen because Phil is going to be <laughs> <laughs> winning the US
2: Open. Oh, God. I'm happy to put some action down. I on was that. gonna say, again, just tell me where to <laughs>
1: sign. <laughs> Both of you guys, fuck off, man. <laughs> Phil, the so Dave,
2: camp. Dave, so far has got Ricky taking the Masters, Webb taking the PGA. <laughs> That's not that absurd. And Phil and Phil taking the uh, the U.S. Open. So right. ra- hold on, round us out with who you think has taken the Open at Royal St. George.
0: Another course I don't know anything about, but uh, I don't know, man. I want to say. Mm. i'm gonna say come back to me on this. i was one. gonna
1: say i like dave don't know anything about the course so give us a, a brief overview what are we um gonna expect i mean
2: here? you're not gonna really see anything that's far outside the realm of what we've already seen for the open a lot like if you i mean it's right along the same kind of family as you know a carnoustie sure. or a tr-
0: is it not like a little park because isn't it in inland um it's it's, it's, not, in, it's it's in, not in a course, it's in
2: England. It's in England and it's but it, the thing is is that it's gonna be playing similar to how those the wind's gonna be a big factor. You're gonna be seeing still a large differentiation between morning and afternoon. I mean, you're you're it's gonna be similar to Is it
0: gonna to, be hard pan like Lynx course, or is it gonna be receptive shit?
2: I think it's gonna be very similar to what we kinda saw at Burkdale. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty similar to the kind of play that we we saw Jordan went in and I I don't think you're going to be looking for guys that play differently. Like you're going to be looking at the same kind of guys that would win at a normal open event than sure. here as well.
1: Huh. Okay. Well, uh who do you have? I've got Xander taking it. Xander. Interesting. 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 I'm going to go Tiger. Fair. That's a fair yeah. pick. You know, he plays well that that way. He can flight the ball well and I uh sorry, go ahead. Um, I just don't think, I don't think the tiger, I think Augusta and the opens are going to be, if he's going to get up in his major wins to pass Jack, I think those are where he does it. I don't think it's going to be a U.S. open or PGA. So that's, we're going with that. You're going with tiger, tiger, the big cat. Damn.
0: I, uh, I also want to kind of add one and you know, you can either take it with a grain of salt, like right there next to Webb, like you could interchange the two i think my boy morikawa is going to take one
2: yeah the So are, are you you're take. you're swapping out Webb for morikawa at the pga well they're right next to each other you can't you gotta stop hedging <laughs> your shit like you've got to make a decision
1: <laughs> like he has like five guys from the masters and i then- love the confidence that you chose phil with too and then you hedge on all the other stuff, but Phil, you were locked in all the way. <laughs> Dude, yeah, bro. <laughs> like there was no doubt in your mind, and the other ones, no clue.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, Morikawa or Webb, for the
2: PGA. Okay, we're we're backtracking though. We're talking about. Rural I know. George. I just.
0: I, I uh, just thought about it, and, and I'm pretty
2: sure it is seaside. It's I don't think it's inland. I'm pretty sure it's seaside, and you're gonna get similar conditions as you're you were seeing at things like Burkdale or Portrush or something like that. I'm going with Ricky again. Okay, so you got Ricky for the Masters and for the Open. Yes. Yeah, what
1: a year for Ricky. Yeah, it's gonna he be a big. He seals one, and he just bounces right back.
2: But I also think I think
0: Rom could win the Masters. Like, it's just I don't want us to all three have Rom.
1: But that's
2: just what we think is going to happen. We're I just know. trying to speak yeah, logically yeah, here. I mean,
0: I got I got Ricky and Rom for the Masters, and I got Morikawa and Webb. And <laughs> 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 you He's going to have two picks for each <laughs> one. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Um, I remember this was the, one of the things that Dave was always saying just for the past couple of years now when he's like, Ricky's going to win a major this year. And he always says, like, he's got a great chance at the Opens and – I don't know, man. Like he really hasn't. He was
0: playing well at the Open when we were over there last year. I
2: know, but he was never in contention.
0: Yeah, but he's got the game to win there. Hmm. I think he's got the game to win at any of the majors. But yeah, I know this is me talking about Ricky again, but it's honestly what I think.
1: So I think it's fair. I don't think that's like an unfair assessment of Ricky. I Uh, think
2: his best chances. I mean, I've in the past said that I also think his best chances at the Open, but I just feel like right now, after watching him play, like pretty, like very closely at the last three opens i'm not too keen
0: that he's not no longer with the harmons like i know he always was with butch and he might not have the same chemistry with claude but like the swing coach change and he's like lifting his front foot a little bit now like i'm not too happy with what he's doing with this swing now
2: but like your favorite golfer besides him lifts his foot like a full foot off of the ground no
0: like his whole foot have you not seen it? It's like
2: I don't pay attention to Ricky as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's taking his front foot completely off the ground. Like
1: almost like baseball style. He's like straight up loading. Yeah. That's crazy. I haven't noticed I that. I haven't either. seen It's that either.
0: like a very small amount, is but he, he's doing it.
1: Is it only with driver or with irons? No, too? irons. That's fucking nuts. I don't know. I don't
0: think he's doing it with his driver.
1: Ugh, that's just, that's weird to me. And I, I think what? it's
0: supposed to help with like the weight transfer and, and yeah, like it I don't I don't know I definitely do it but I also have a but it had like it. I if I hope he knows what he's fucking doing and it's gonna pay off for him but it makes me nervous but I I trust I trust the trust the game.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Who do you got for the open? That's a, I said Tiger. Did you say Tiger? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, said yeah. Tiger. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fair I will, t- I will take that for what it is I mean he was in
2: contention at Carnoustie yeah exactly and That's, got I mean he received his first beatdown from Molinari there yeah almost received <laughs> the only one of the masters but that was when Molinari was on his hot hey, streak
1: look if Molinari wants to beat him down and he's still on my team I'd be okay with that I, I wouldn't, don't foresee I fr- that
2: I would rather lose the fantasy league if it meant Tiger winning That's a major
1: touche retracted
2: um yeah so that rounds it out yeah. uh, what's the, what was your four guys Ryan
1: Uh, Backwards would be Tiger at the Open. Tiger, JT, and... Who was your U.S. Open? Who was my U.S. Open?
2: Fino. Fino, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had Rom, Brooks, Rory, Xander. Yeah. Dave had Ricky and Rom. (laughs) And then he had... Call Morikawa and Webb. And then he had (laughs) Phil all by himself. Very confident about (laughs) Phil. And then he had Ricky at the open by himself.
1: Yes. So honorable mention, we didn't talk about Fleetwood. I know you mentioned him earlier.
2: Yeah. I just don't think it's this year. Yeah.
1: It'll be interesting. I feel like he's right there, but we'll see what happens. I
2: think he'll be in contention at a couple. I just don't think he's going to get his major this year. I I mean, I was confident about the last two years. I was really sure he was going to win the open last year. Yeah. And I remember I was calling it and, uh, yeah, he got second, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he honestly should have won it. He just could not get it done. Like yeah. he was just every single time he had an opening, he would just shit the bed off the tee. He was yeah. hitting it so bad off the tee at Port rush. Um, all right, we got our, we got our masters picks in and, yeah. our, and
3: know, majors picks. Yeah. our majors picks. Majors. Did all you want to talk long.
0: about the like world golf tour at yeah. all or whatever?
2: Yeah, let's jump into it. <laughs> so we're kind of late to the game. People have been talking about this for a while now. I kind of am glad I waited so I got to hear more information about it and kind of properly digest everything. But uh, yeah, Jeff Shackelford dropped a piece about the World Golf Tour, which has been renamed to... The, the tour de force and then now it's the premier it's golf league so it's gone through yeah, yeah. two name changes since it's gone public which you know really shows how steady this thing is <laughs> yeah right
1: They're rock solid
2: um allegedly they already have a billion dollars in cash raise and it's just in a swiss bank somewhere i don't mm-hmm. fucking know um
1: i like that shows initiative <laughs> um <laughs> I want to meet these billionaires. who are like, fucking yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, the
2: you know the rumors have been like things like SoftBank and Saudi money yeah. and all this sort of thing. Like Parsons Extreme Golf. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, just some sketchy shit. But yeah. that's all speculation. I'm not gonna say they have dirty money or anything like that. I I don't really know. Um, I think the most interesting thing that's been raised out of this is that it's been a great exercise in like evaluating what a tour should be. And I think it's, I think it's put focus on things trying to be thought out further than just like business as usual. Like everyone's like, Oh, let's just keep doing it how it is. I think this came out an interesting time where the players get to negotiate about what they get and with the new TV deals coming through for the PGA tour and how much money they're, this being just dropped off on their doorstep by the truckload from their new networking deals. Um, I'm just wondering if this is going to result in the tour actually being better and like trying to like better stage themselves versus any possible competition Yeah. or if it's just going to be like the players get paid more now and that's why they're going to stay. Like yeah. I'm curious about what this is going to mean, but it's going to be a fun exercise to understand like, how this could affect it and what it would mean for them. They have an interesting format for it. But before we jump into what they're doing, I would love to hear, like, do you like the way the PGA Tour is now and would you change it?
3: Oh,
1: man. Uh, I think my answer to that is that I do like it how it is now. I don't think that I would specifically about how the events are formatted and things like that. Like, there are certainly things about the league that I would change. But as far as like the structure, like sure. I think it'd be cool to see more team events and maybe doing more of like the match play and like incorporating more different games into it. Like whether that's from world golf League or whatever it is. Um, but I don't think that I would go like uproot the whole system and change everything. If that makes sense. Like I think adding a couple new creative events to the existing tour would be the only thing that I would do differently. You would rather
2: do like slow or tentative changes right. to like the current structure than to yeah. like blow everything up and start from scratch. Exactly. Um
0: so I kind of am totally for some competitive leagues amongst the golf scene. Um I I can understand where it can fuck up a lot of shit for the PGA tour and potentially for golf in general, but I don't know. I think that bringing in competition is never a bad thing. Um, I think it would be really cool to, like, have, like, let's say it is a smaller group of guys for this new tour, and if you were able to go to some, like, remote courses that are really cool, and it's really just the players there, and if they do do some sort of, like, teams somehow, because they were talking about that, if it was, like teams based on certain captains that are like now retired, but these specific
2: there'd be owners names in
0: golf or owners or whatever it may be. Um, you could have owners, but then you also have your coach or captain that could be fucking like fucking Freddie couples or whoever it might be. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and they pick their team from a draft or something kind of like the NFL and shit, I think that could be really cool. The idea um, of free
2: agency and trades would be really fun for golf.
1: It yeah. would be super interesting. Cause that's so much of the dialogue for others. But, so.
0: and then, then let's say you have whatever X amount of teams, like what uh, is there going to be 50 or 60 guys in each team? is, like, whatever, eight, my, eight guys or something. From my understanding, maybe, maybe it was 12 guys. teams of four, and What's it'd be, say, and four, is not, four is not enough guys, in my opinion. I think you need
2: at least six. Well, so, But the model that they were talking about, and we're already now talking about that league and not what we would want for our own league, um, but... Well, this is kind of, like
0: isn't it kind of the same like this is like our opinions of how it should be like how we well, the, we're
2: trying to talk thing. about what they literally have pitched though which was basically a 12 I was, I was going down yeah, what yeah, I, would, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was thinking you know
1: you were just to, taking it to the opposite direction like what you would do if you created your own league not how would you modify the existing right
0: Uh, kind of I just uh, where I was going with it it was just that I would I think the team aspect is a very cool aspect but I where I was going with the whole thing is that There isn't a lot of people in it, so you can get people to remote places, and let's say there's not even a crowd, but you do it more honed in on, like, the television side of shit, so whatever, it's playing on ESPN or wherever, like ESPN2 or something like that, and... The Ocho. Yeah. and it's just more refined for that viewing experience and it's a broadcasting
2: centric model
0: yeah and you're getting to display like really unique cool courses as opposed to like on the PGA tour where it's like a pretty similar course week in and week out you know you don't get that huge huge variety like you you, you know everyone gets so excited about the open because it's a change in like scenery and type of course and stuff if you got that more consistently and if you went down to you know whatever South America or up to some of those courses in fucking Iceland and shit like that, you know, it'd be cool. But I don't know. That's just what I think. And I think that there could be some really cool formats if you have teams and just some, you know, dynamic and chemistry amongst the teams and rivalries and stuff like that. So if I'm trying
2: to distill this down to like what you would like to see from this sort of like premier world golf tour, not specifically making changes to their model, But if you were to kind of blow something up and remake it, you would want something more refined to a a smaller set of competitors that are like bigger names. You would like the teams to be larger and you would like it to be more exotic places and focus on the broadcasting.
0: Well, I think uh, I think that the teams need to be more than four, because if someone somehow has an injury or something, you still need to be able to do the team event. Right. So, like so if you, you would you would you
2: would you would like your team event to be something similar to like the Presidents Cup or the Ryder Cup, correct? Yes. So the way that they've pitched it is more like Formula One. Yeah, I know. I which I is different that. than the format with like an actual team event. Yeah, something.
0: I, I, yeah. I, I understand what they were saying, but I was trying to like, like, what, like what I was saying before. Like, I was trying to say how what I would want it. Like. Right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. If I were to blow up everything, th- so the thing that th- th- I was asking, like, are you happy with the PGA Tour at the beginning of this? Right. And I think the PJ the thing that the PGA Tour has going for it that's really good is that they have this history, they have a long amount of tradition that they can kind of rely upon, and they're able to kind of use that to feed into entertainment. They get to keep pulling on, like, you know, the reason that everyone's worried about like Tiger passing Sneed's record, like, that's a big thing. Yeah. Like all these accrued wins, and like they have all this legacy, you know, on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they do a great job of like putting on events in general. Like, I think yeah. if you're a fan of them, like I've enjoyed going to golf events. Um, and I don't really put yeah, I mean, like, an indictment on the PGA Tour for a broadcast being terrible because so much of that falls on people like NBC or CBS right. and stuff like that. They obviously play into it, and a lot of entertainment is based upon the format of the tournament and like w- what you do to provide context for it. But there's a bunch of ways that they could be doing better, but I, I wouldn't say they're failing at their job. Right. Um, but I think this might be a unique opportunity for the PGA Tour to improve because they're getting this pressure from the outside. There's a couple of things I really do like about this premier golf league. I do like the idea of a team event toward the end of it. I like the idea of people being a part of like a larger organization, the idea of free agency and trades and owners and player swaps and people getting traded because of bad internal conflict. And like we need more engagement outside of the actual course. And the idea, I think one of the things that they figured out, which is really nice is that they said, I'm all bo- I'm all on board for 54 hole tournaments, not 72. Yeah. You can press down the 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 competition size. You do shotgun starts and you can get the tournament done in a 5-hour broadcast or less. Right. And you can consolidate it down to just big names that people can attach onto and if you have a bunch of those around the world to an extent like it could be really entertaining. It'd be, be, be I think it'd be better for the know. audience than it would be for the golfers themselves. Like sure. it's not going to be much of a story of like, there'll be less kids trying to go pro in golf because there's less opportunity to, there'll be right. less kids thinking that like they can go on to be these people because there's only going to be 48, 48. to a hundred of them right. ever. So, you know, things like PJ tour, Latin America, PJ tour itself might go away. The European tour would maybe dissolve all these sorts of things that like all these feeder tours, well, these larger need, tours that would hate to not be feeder tours would right. go away.
0: You would need some sort of feeder tour, like
2: yeah, they've 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 put, they've shown the map of their structure. They would have various feeder tours, like the the North American feeder tour and the and European there feeder also tour. Also has
0: to be like some sort of like demotion process. Like if you were in the fucking lower the lo- like lower percentage. For the year, like
1: you are kicked off the tour, you know, like, yes, yeah, the European soccer model where like if, if you lose yeah, your Premier division or whatever Premier League, you get demoted from that league. You're not yeah. eligible for the championship. So on. So, yeah, but I mean, imagine but like telling again, my big thing with this is who's playing in this thing. Like they they say we're gonna get the big names. Like, do they think they yeah? Can just get I mean, Tiger and John. So we're, let's
2: try to talk about this in a vacuum, though. But yeah. Before we start poking the holes in this, let's sure. just speak. Yeah. If if everything in the golf world disappeared and you had all the same golfers, but now you're rebuilding something, right. And you use this model, would this be better than what we currently have? Yeah. And I, I think I would argue that it would be better. And it also, if they if these people didn't have egos going into it. If you just took the 48 best players yeah, and then those other people you know, acknowledge where they were in the tier system of skill sets of golfers and they went into the lower feeders systems and we built the golf around this, I think it would return better products. I think we'd see better engagement from advertisers and watchers. And I would enjoy the broadcast probably more if it were focused like this. Because if you think about how good the coverage was for Kapalua – it's because there was only thirty-four guys on the field, right. and they're able to cover all the shots. And you got more of a long-form narrative with these guys. You got to watch their their rounds progress. Well, and
0: also like think about making like if PGL they're calling it now. Yeah. Uh, think about if they made a deal like let's say it's not with a normal broadcast company. Let's say they did something like with the zone or something like that, where it's a subscription thing. Like yeah, the numbers might not be as good at, at first or anything like that, but it could be. I don't know.
2: What if they got money from what if Netflix did it yeah like what if they just took someone outside the space and was like hey I know you guys just do like content generated programming and you guys don't do anything live but like let's fucking try this yeah like if they put the focus on the broadcast and worried about digital engagement and not like fan service or people on the ground and stuff like that, which I do truly appreciate the PGA Tour and how great of a job they do with infrastructure and going to different towns and getting local I- engagement. Well, that's and uh, and let's also give like a huge kudos to them passing three billion dollars in charity generation. Right, like that's fucking insane. I have no confidence that this PGA would be doing anything like that. <laughs> right, if it you know if it's anything like FIFA or F- Formula Formula One <laughs> or for anything that like happens in the Middle East. Right. Like, A little bit shady. It's not going to be like – it's going to be about the players getting massive checks. Right. And at the end of the day, like Rory and Tiger and people like that, they're subsidizing the guys down the line. Like they're not getting as much money back as they draw eyeballs. And Joe Schmo, who's 160th in the world, is getting a $300,000 check because he did okay that week and no one one was tuning in to watch that guy play. So to me, that model wouldn't be how they would be handling it. Like I actually sure. appreciate that kind of like trickle down economics from the top down to people yeah. or just like them, you know, subsidizing people lower than them. And that's, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's a admirable business plan, but it's not like, I can understand how Rory's burned by that. Like, not that he needs more money, but just All like,
1: right. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm so curious about that because I just don't see, I mean, it, sure. Like, like you said, the Rory's and the Tigers, they're driving the needle and they're generating the views and stuff like that. But there's so much money in golf from sponsors and, and all of these places that to, to think that and like these the guys are getting robbed because the other players are getting paid. Like, you know, the, the fucking the practice squad quarterback still gets a check in football. Like the, these guys are still relevant. They I feel like it's fine for them to get paid.
2: Well, I'm not arguing that people shouldn't like, uh, right. I think it golf is one of the few sports that is a pure meritocracy. True. You get paid for how well you played. Right. And there's not many sports that work that way. Yeah. And I think what it comes down to is that a lot of people that know that they're driving the engagement aren't getting compensated in the way that they should. And that's how they, or at least that's how they feel. Right. And I don't know if I, if that's a true statement or a false statement where the, they should be thinking that they shouldn't, but they're still feeling it. Right. And I don't know if the owners should be put on them or on the broadcast because maybe people don't tune in to watch, you know, Tom Hoagie play or watch Max Homer or something like that because maybe they aren't given enough broadcasts to become personalities themselves. Right. Maybe the product isn't working well enough for those lower guys for them to be able to, you know, market the Cinderella story, even though it may fail every week. Yeah. Like
0: – well, it goes back to being able to to display 150 people. Like it's hard to be able to get your name out there if you can't get right. On the screen. So,
2: like, how many guys is too many guys? <laughs> right. Are there too many guys on the PGA Tour? I know a lot of people love the idea of like a Cinderella story because they happen all the time. You know, have yeah. L- Lanto Griffin or Andrew Landry or all these guys that right. like aren't big names that get wins. Like, that's a big deal, but nobody cares. Like at the end of the day, like right. people who are tuning in, like people are dad's age or people who like are just kind of tuning in on the weekend. Like those people do not care. And like, but you will drive a lot more engagement. If you see Rory and Brooks and tiger and Jordan and JT and all these guys battling toe to toe every week on the PGL or every other week on the PGL, knowing that every single time is going to be that guy versus that guy to an extent out of these 48 guys.
1: So, but what happens when they're just having a shit week? like when you when you reduce that field by that much you make it that much more likely that like there's not going to be this battle and there's not cuz like people are playing poorly like you you're reducing the chance for somebody to create a battle by reducing that field. Yeah,
0: I mean having the bigger field is going to guarantee that there is some sort of narrative towards Sunday, yeah. you know. Um, it may there may be some like yeah, you're you're risking not being able to have that drama towards the end.
2: I don't know, man. I don't think we're gonna have any more runaway victories with this system than the other one. I don't think we're gonna have any That's more... why I
0: think it needs to be more based like on a match play type thing. Because yeah. match play can t- keeps the drama because yeah. it's one on one, like yeah. or team versus team. Yeah. That it's like you're up a hole, we're up a hole. So it doesn't really matter if they're having they have their A game or not, you right. know?
1: Yeah. So, I,
2: I agree with that being super engaging, but it's difficult to build logistics around it because a tournament could end three hours earlier than yeah. what you had set up your broadcast to be. And unless they do it like an on-demand basis where it's like it ends when it ends and you have to like deal with it. But they're trying to deal with like well, an then actual you schedule. Do some,
0: you do some sort of hybrid where the first if it's 54 hole tournament, the first two days are stroke play and then it goes to it eliminates the part of the field that's not playing as well right and then it goes to a match play yeah thing. i mean
2: i'm sure that you could experiment in all sorts of different directions i think what this hopefully will do though is that i'm completely unsatisfied with the current product that's on the pga tour i find it w- without things like our fantasy league or without being able to like shit talk with my friends or having a survivor survivor league i'm a diehard golf fan and i have a hard time tuning in to watch a tournament sure. like and that comes down to the broadcast. That comes down to the courses that they go go to. It comes down to the individual players, pl- like, how they play. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of factors that need management, and there's ways to facilitate a better product than others. I just think for a business that's more keen about generating as many tournaments as possible in a year, I mean, they play, like, 50 tournaments. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, it's, 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 not, it's really unbelievable. And I don't think quantity over quality is the right way to go about this and i think 18 tournaments like they said makes sense i could even be down for less yeah and i i i think less guys makes it easier to follow for people sure and I, if you're a diehard fan then you you pay attention to the feeder schools yeah or the feeder systems yeah and in that circumstance after you get rid of the top 20 48 there's still tons of guys i would be wanting to pay attention to Jordan would oh, be outside the top 48. I was about to
1: say, Jordan's not in this league.
2: And if he's in a feeder system, maybe he'll actually be able to win a feeder system. And then he'll be able to get yeah. in for a little bit. Also
0: get your confidence up maybe, too, if yeah. you're in a, you know, winning events on a different Right. Thing. It would
2: be more stuff for you to pay attention to. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think as long as people can check their egos for a minute and be like, this is a fluid system. You know, they do reshuffles every two months. Yeah. So after four tournaments or five tournaments, if you're, you know... If you're in the last eight of the 48, you have to go through a wild card system and see if you can play your way back into the 48 yeah. or whatever it is. And those that would, well, be, that that would should, be driving engagement every two months. That yeah. w- you would
0: also want that to be like a season like because you'd have teams and then it's like, oh, these new guys are all of a sudden coming back into a team. Like You'd want it to be
1: like a seasonal so, type thing. And the way that I think that would be fucking awesome, and I, this logistically could make no sense. It could be a total pipe dream. I want to see the club sponsors be the teams. So you've got I think that would Titleist, be cool too. Callaway, TaylorMade. These are the major teams, and they're trading for players, and guys are leaving on free agency. and like. Yeah. So you get a little bit of that more conventional sports, like free agency, like we always talk about in basketball, the trade deadline's the biggest time of the year now. I think that'd be super interesting to see how that all panned out. I guess you could do that with any team structure. That's kind of how
0: NASCAR and them yeah, work exactly. anyways. Yeah. You know?
2: I mean, yeah. Formula One, Ferrari, Porsche. Well, well that's right. what I meant. Formula One. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's an interesting concept. I think it would also be an interesting way for them to be able to market more club sales when True. in a yeah. world where I would like to see the ball and clubs being restricted. Yeah. And so they can go back to premier courses that have been obsolete because of technology. Yeah. So if you roll back equipment and companies like, how are we supposed to innovate? How are we supposed to sell clubs? It's like, well, make a good team and have your team perform well and people want to buy your right. shit. yeah. And people – you're already selling gimmicks to people anyway. Your clubs aren't any better than they were two well, years and
0: ago. With a new league, you could potentially have just a ball, like the PGL ball, and yeah. that's what you play with. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's like the basketball or the yeah. football or the baseball. Like, this is the ball that the PGL uses. Yeah. And it's that would be cool. I, I think that would be big for the game. And that doesn't hurt. I mean, sure, it sells balls. Yeah, and that, the, all
0: guess, the all the, the companies thing. could still sell their balls to yeah. the public. but And no one even knows what the PGL ball is. That's just the ball that it, they play in yeah. the league. You can't get it for the public. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just their ball.
2: Yeah. So I like the idea of a lot of these things do I trust the PGL to be the stewards for this new league and this new possible, like, you know, ship that everyone's supposed to get on and trust with their livelihoods and like the future of the sport and stuff like that. No, Yeah. I don't trust that formula. They can go and prove me wrong in one way or another, but at no point would I be like, yeah, Jay Monahan, you should just lay over and die. Like, don't worry about the PGA tour. They should go away. Like, no, they've done for as many faults as the PGA tour has. They've still done a, good job for a lot of people yeah i I, I still think it's completely admirable for how many people become big sensations that like were no ones at one point and like they've made these like people that have like come out of nowhere and are in their mid-30s and like are all of a sudden playing well and they had this chance like they bounce back and now they're you know they're out of a hole that they were in before and like that's a cool story to like and that would be probably more difficult in this system yeah you'd have have to take longer feeder
1: league and uh, all sorts of there stuff. There wouldn't be like these big I bursts also think and flashes there's some,
0: of something to be said about the history on the PGA tour and stuff with all the records and yeah. you know.
2: But we can't so that. we a, a big conversation during like our last, you know, I don't know if you called season of podcast, but last year's podcast about how the accelerated major schedule made me care so little about the normal pj tour events right because yeah. you had a new major every single month it's like oh i just won't pay attention for the next three weeks yeah. and there'll be a new major yeah, soon yeah, yeah, yeah like the majors aren't going away this system would fit and slot in between the majors
1: and so did the pga not come out and say though that if you're playing in this then you can't play in our tournaments because i oh, thought I mean, that, that would I, I would assume they, that. firstly would they already a, did say that they said like if you leave yeah. us you're not coming back that's what i was saying so but the pga
2: so, doesn't have doesn't own any of the majors All the majors Uh, are unaffiliated with the PGA Tour. The PGA of America has the PGA Championship, but the PGA Tour, the only major that they have is the Players' Championship, Yeah, and it's not a major.
1: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, so it's just not a major. Um, Um, Okay, so they would still, because that's my huge thing, is like, who's missing the chance to play in majors, but if you can still do that, that's a big plus to the plausibility of this, because I...
2: So the only person who's gone on record and said, like, they've talked about this, they've known about this, they've, like, consulted with this group of people have been Rory, Ricky, and then Steiny, who's the who's the agent for Tiger and okay. a few other people, and, like, Kuchar and uh, yeah. a few others. But the big thing is, is that after Tiger passes Sneed's record, he could just say, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I don't need to keep playing on the PGA Tour. I don't play that much as it is. Yeah. I already passed. I'm now the, the most winningest person on the PGA Tour. What do I have to care? Well, like, he,
1: he wants Jack's record.
2: But that has nothing to do with the yeah. PGA Tour. Yeah. So, it's true. like, the the thing is, is that, like, if he really wanted to, like, throw a wrench in it, like, all right, let's really get some free market capitalism going. Let's see which ser- league would survive. Let me hop over here and just a direct yeah. injection of Tiger. Yeah. Instant ratings, instant stuff. I'll go do it. Like,
0: I think that it would take him having a percentage in the league to make him do that. So that's what
2: the that's what the teams are, though, is that yeah. you're an owner of your team. You have equity in your team when it comes out, and you can almost guarantee that Tiger's team, if he were a coach or if he was a playing coach, if he was an owner, would be the most valuable team, just like a stock in the stock market. Sure. People would buy the fuck out of whatever the fuck they're selling. Yeah, no so, question.
0: Yeah, I still think he would want some percentage in
2: the actual yeah. league itself too i wouldn't be surprised if they gave him equity in well it, and yeah. he'd be
1: happy to buy some if he needs to it's not like he doesn't have money to throw around yeah <laughs> like, the, the
2: point is is that if they landed a couple big fish like you really wouldn't need anyone firstly if you got tiger you wouldn't need anyone else uh, everyone I mean, else would come
1: yeah exactly
2: like if tiger went to it you would at least get you know, maybe Roy would stay. He would be happy being the king of his, yeah, his, exactly. his castle on the PJ yeah. Tour. He seems to be crowned the new prince of, of the PJ Tour. Sure. They, they gave him the player of the year. Yeah. They gave him all – like, he's definitely happy with his situation. I yeah. do – I think his public statements have led into the idea that he would like to put pressure on the PJ Tour to improve things that he wants, mostly, his, right. mostly I would assume the prize money. Yeah. But maybe they'll freshen up a few things on the tour itself that, um may make things more interesting for a a viewer and for tournaments and (laughs) the players and stuff like that but yeah i think at the end of the day this is a good conversation to be having and i think this thing even a little bit being a part of like the real world is going to lead to things improving possibly on the pga tour but at no point do i think this has got like a actual chance of being a thing i was
1: gonna say so does this league even happen because i I don't don't think think so. yeah i don't think so
2: it would require, as Dave said earlier, a lot of things falling into place. Right. Um, yeah. I I don't... I, I don't. think
0: it's going to be hard to find guys that are going to be willing to we, take the money that they're guaranteed right now uh, and take that leap of faith to potentially jeopardize their relationship with the PGA Tour because... You know who knows if you came crawling back? Like, of course, if Tiger took that, yeah. like, of course they would take him back. But who knows if fucking, I don't know. I don't want to throw a name out there, but like yeah. a random person on the tour decided to do this. Obviously, of some valuable, in you know, name. the
2: small fish are not going to be the first ones to move over. No. Yeah, because no. they're too scared of losing their 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 stability, their income right stability. Now, yeah. So I think the more reality of this is that this might. If it became semi something it might scare the PJ tour into acquiring the European tour and then them making their own version of this which I'm
1: okay with
0: yeah
2: but I think fundamentally they are gonna stick to their guns of like we have big fields because we want to give everyone a chance for a Cinderella story yeah. which have. I
0: don't I don't dislike that either it just know? makes for
2: a bad product yeah I think fundamentally like you don't yeah. get those stories enough people don't care about those stories enough there was probably eight or nine people that had that Cinderella story in the last year, and you probably can't name more than two of them. Right. But I didn't already name during this podcast. Yeah, 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 no, you're you're absolutely right. So as much as people are like, oh, I love the idea of that happening, it's like, no, you don't.
1: You want to see Tiger. win You want to see
2: Tiger win again. Yeah. You want to see Rory and DJ and have their Brooks. rivalry.
1: Yeah.
2: Or sorry, yeah, Brooks, not DJ. But like you, you want the big names to play well. Yeah. And it's okay. You don't have to feel feel yeah, guilty for exactly. that. Exactly. Like this is an entertainment product. Yeah. That we're not watching, you know, doctors vie to be still doctors, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they're yeah. not saving lives.
1: Yeah, they're playing a game. All right, we've
0: been talking for a bit here, but before, like, we wrap things up, should we talk a little bit about Pebble and that tournament at all? Sure. Yeah. Where it yeah. starts for you know ten or fifteen. Phil's the defending defending champion. champion. Um, uh, he
2: played a playoff with Paul Casey, and it was hmm. going the dark, and he was. Paul Casey was trying to turn and be like, hey, man, we should. Phil, Phil was Phil ready was like, to go. He was like, fuck that. Let's yeah, finish Phil this was out. like, I'm running.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm ready to go. Let's finish this. It's I can see. I can see. Let's play. Yeah. PC was not about it.
1: Which yeah. I hated at the time, by the way. Yeah. I mean, let's fucking do it. I yeah, agree. I mean, no
2: one wants to have a Monday
1: finish. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, is there any, you know, people that you think that are going to do okay? Do okay? Um, who's in form right now? You know?
1: You're obviously picking Phil, right? There. No, I'm not picking <laughs> Phil for this tournament. What about the bombs? The bo- he's
0: going to be just honing in everything for his U.S. Open win. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Do we like Gary Woodland?
0: I honestly just don't really like this tournament in general. I like Pebble Beach. I don't like the Pro-Am vibe of this. Coverage is always weird. Like,
2: You don't like seeing Bill Murray doing this Bill Murray stuff? I, see, yeah,
0: I like Bill Murray, but... Uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel I feel like it's weird, the whole tournament. It almost doesn't feel like it's, you know, the a win here almost doesn't feel like it, it's worth as much as a win on the rest of the tour. Yeah, you know?
1: it feels like you won a pro-am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, you won what it is. It's like yeah. the
0: Zurich and Pebble Beach pro-am were like kind of hand in hand.
2: That's such a weird thing. This what name. do you mean? Well, yeah. I guess like the Zurich is a two-man team event with two pros. Yeah, well, whenever you're and listening then, to
0: the broadcast, and they're like, and we have here, what did Ryan Palmer recently win? It was at John Zurich, Robin and Ryan, Ryan Palmer. Yeah, and they're like, and uh, we have Ryan Palmer here. His last win was at the Zurich Classic, and then you're like. Well, was that really even a
1: win? It was like, was kind of a ROM's
0: win? Well, just in general, it's like, well, you can't really count that as like a PGA Tour win, you know? Like, you can because it is part of it, but it's just like it wasn't you. It was a team kind of thing.
2: It's so weird hearing you. Chewing in the team events when you're just riding for team events for <laughs> like the last 45 minutes,
0: like minutes. It, it's a di- it's a whole different thing though it's it's this is like a two-man thing the other would be a six-man team and it'd be but more it's like fundamentally
2: a, people sharing the victory they needed I get
0: it. that yeah. it, I, the Zurich just isn't doing it right in my opinion
2: just I, I think ratings would show that sure okay I, I think there's a fundamental flaw in that logic but I don't think the Zerk is a super like inviting or interesting event to me, but I don't think it's because of the team aspect. I think it's just, they do a bad job with it. Um, but I also don't see what that has to do with the pebble event. Like it's just a pro-am going on during it. They're not using the pro-am as part of, right.
1: I get
0: that. It's a a gross event.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the atmosphere like that. There's, they're just on the course playing at the same time. Like it, it, it just doesn't, doesn't seem like it's as serious, you know? Like, there isn't as much merit behind a win I there. see
1: that side of it. I also see that, like, like it is. It, it's a tour win. It counts. It's so totally legit. But it does just feel kind of like, it's like, hey, we've got Mickelson grinding. And also, Bill Murray's drunk in the stands. Yeah. Like, like, what are we doing? It, it just feels... It's fun. I enjoy this event. I like watching it. It's fun, but it does... It feels different to me, for sure. Yeah,
2: okay. I mean... And, at the end of the day, like, people love watching drunk people be drunk people at the Waste Management at 16 doing their gimmicky shit. And, like, they're doing their own gimmicky thing for the pro-am at Pebble Beach. Yeah, like, but
0: the Waste Management is the professionals are playing golf. It's not, it like, it's not, like, amateurs on the course playing at the same time that could, hey, we have Joe Schmo that uh, hit three times out of the bunker and... Fucking Dustin Johnson's in his group and is just standing on the side of the green like fuck, man. I'm not going to play good this week because I'm having to play with these fucks, you know?
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I don't think this would detract from like the merits of it being like a PGA Tour win. And like you didn't you still I just
0: don't think people are taking it as
2: seriously. You know, I think you're just not taking it as seriously. And I get though, that the atmosphere is probably lighter and people are probably having more fun. But I think I don't think anyone's trying not as hard to win it because at the end of the day, like, you still, like, it's still a PGA Tour win. It's still the same amount of money. Like, it's still a. I mean, I, I don't ever see people like saying, like, dude, that time that Spieth won that Pebble, like, that doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, I don't think anyone's
0: saying that. Yeah. It's just that's just the way I feel about it. I don't, I
2: don't know. know. I feel like we got to rewind the podcast when you're like, it doesn't even really count. <laughs> look i don't dislike uh this event i think the things that are riding against it have more to do with the fact that the coverage on it is usually really bad because they're split between three courses right. and they're trying to they're trying to keep up with the celebrities too i think the reason that it feels less serious is because they're trying to do too, too much sure. and it has to do with the fact that they're hamstrung by light daylight so they have to play three courses mm-hmm. they have more people in the course because it's slower pace of play because of the amateurs being there so like there it has an identity they're sticking to it it's not the most like hardcore like u.s open vibe to it but it's different and i i I like different i don't mind you know that this is what they've chosen for the identity of it and at the end of the day I, i still think of it as a tournament that you know people would be proud of winning
1: sure yeah i don't disagree with any of that i think it definitely is still a bona fide event even though it feels a little wonky and yeah, I mean, whoever wins this thing, they're certainly going to count it as a, a full-blown tour win. There's no <laughs> doubt about that.
2: Um, as far as like a pick or someone who I think you should look out for, I'm obviously biased that I think Patrick Canley is probably the favorite to win it. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just a really fucking good player. You know, he, he grew up in California. is familiar with the, the track and, you know, the grasses. And I've already said this a few times about him earlier for Harding Park, but I – it just makes sense to me. Um, DJ's going to be back there, but he's coming back from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. He, I don't know if that's going to hurt him or help him, but um, he's a probably a pretty safe pick. Paul Casey is coming back. You know, Matt Kuchar. Brent Woodland Snedeker won last year, right? He won the U.S. Open there, but yeah. it was playing very differently. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's even playing this event, though. Hmm. Um, I don't think he is, actually. But... I, the main guys to kind of look out for there would be DJ, Can'tley, Paul Casey, Matt Kuchar, Jason Day, Phil Mickelson, um, Speth If you're worried about Spieth playing well, um, <laughs> Snedeker plays well pr- there usually. And then they've got odds for like Matthew Fitzpatrick and Daniel Berger and Brandon <laughs> Grace and Victor Hovland and stuff like that. Is I don't, Bubba playing? He doesn't play the pe- he doesn't play Pebble really. Oh, Max Homa. Max Homa yeah. might play pretty good there. He likes that course. Is Bubba not playing? Is that
0: like a for sure thing?
2: I don't think so. I don't think he's playing. I don't really remember him ever really playing that event. He'll play Riviera the following week. Yeah. I know that. But I don't know. I wonder if Bubba's going to worry about doing the all-star stuff for basketball during the week. He always tries to play in the celebrity game. Yeah, thing, celebrity game. And he was talking about how if he got into the celebrity game and his tea time wasn't good, he just wouldn't play on <laughs> Friday or Saturday, whatever it was. Yeah. Which is hilarious because, like, that's one of his best chances to win on tour. Right. But, yeah. I mean. If Bubba's playing, that's my pick. Okay. I don't <laughs> think he's playing, <laughs> and I don't think he'd be that good of a pick there. But, you know, it is what it is. Um. I would I mean I think Patrick Cantley is a smart pick for
1: there. Yeah. I agree with that. I like that.
0: We're in well, it's been real, boys. Yeah. There it is. That's
1: all I got.
3: Yeah, we it was fun, oh, boys. We ruined. will uh go Chiefs. Go Chiefs, baby. Hey, hey, hey.